Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the What the Fundus podcast, episode eight. Today, we are going to talk about the paper, High Fat Diet Induces Inflammation of Meibomian Gland. So this was paper that I suggested, just because a lot of our patients have meibomian gland dysfunction. And this study fed a high-fat diet to mice and gave them just all the significant things you'd find in a high-fat diet, mostly a high-calorie diet specifically. Yeah. Um, it's but like 10% they, versus 60%, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I have some issues with the type of fat they have they gave them because it's unclear. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about that as things go along. But uh, but basically they found that it affected the inflammatory markers and the way the meibomian gland secretions are made up with these highly fat uh, mice. Now one thing to keep in mind with this study is it gave them cholesterol of 700, <laughs> which Some a human will mice. just yeah. not get up that high. I mean, it's usually, you know, if you go get your blood work done, sure, yeah. anytime you're over 200, they're like, eh, let's change your diet to get yeah. that down. Right. And then if you're over 250, they're starting you on a statin. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not these mice, not these poor no, little mice. These were pumped full. <laughs> and then you had mentioned something in the pre-show. Just kind of talk about that now, what your question was. Oh, yeah. I mean, I got to tell you, Michael, this was a very science-heavy article. <laughs> so thanks for that. Um, but it, it sort of changed my perception of what I feel like I have been taught regarding meibomian gland disease and the role of fat um, in MGD. I mean, you know, before the DREAM study came out in 2018, where they basically said, you know, omega-3s are, you know, not inferior or equally as effective at helping MGD as um, placebo, I was like, well, okay. But I mean, that's where the science was going, was that like, um, you know, healthy fats like salmon and, um, you know, uh, fish oil, flaxseed, all that stuff were good for our patients. And I feel like this article has completely flipped the switch on that. And that's where I scoured this article and I couldn't figure out what the makeup of the fatty diet was. I was looking that up too. I couldn't figure it out. More than likely – they probably used soybean oil okay. as opposed to healthy fats. Okay. And that's a big thing too. And that was the major problem I had with this is okay. they associated the high fat part of the okay. diet, whereas it has been shown that high omega-6 diets, yes. <clears throat> which is very common in Western diets, can create – very similar inflammation markers that they talk about. So that's where, yes, I like where they went with this. Right. But I think the takeaway that it's from fat 
is not necessarily true. Right. I think they made a leap. And I don't know if they left out what it was made of on purpose or if they just, it was an oversight. <laughs> but uh, it's, there's definitely the inflammatory aspect of Omega 6 yeah. that they just don't address in this. Yeah. I mean, and the, the results were so shocking, too. I mean, you look at the statistics, and it's such a huge difference. I mean, they had a set of mice who they fed the high-fat diet to, and then they switched it because, you know, halfway through the study, they put half of those high-fat diet mice on a standard diet, and then they improved. I mean, the results were, were pretty staggering, but it's like, uh, I'm not sure how clinically relevant this would be for us. And again, they don't necessarily delineate whether it was just because of the fat or did it create so much inflammation right? because of the type of fat so that the follow-up study to this would be give, have two study and one control. One being that they get a high fat diet, but it's all omega-3. Right. Or like... 80-20, omega-3 to 6, and then flip-flop it for the other study group and the other control group being still normal mice on normal diet. Right. So that would be interesting to see if all of these inflammatory mediators and pro-inflammatory cytokines and everything like that are still there. Right. Because it's been shown that omega-3s are anti-inflammatory. Yeah. And and just so that you guys know, we're talking about stuff like IL-1, beta, TNF-alpha, IL-6 were the, you know, the pro-inflammatory mediators that were expressed um, a lot higher in the high-fat diet group than the standard diet group. And one of the things that was interesting, which makes me wonder if this is more tied to not so much being high-fat in and of itself, but the fact that it's more metabolic syndrome related yes is that avandia right significantly eliminated the problem and you use yes. avandia in treatment of diabetes right not cholesterol yeah so that that was definitely an interesting it seemed like they kind of threw that in there as an add-on where they're talking about Vandia and how they fed that to some of the mice and they're like, oh wow, and they improved so much. But well, they, yeah, it, think it doesn't they really it in there tie because, it all in. Yeah, because it it affects that PPAR gamma gene. Mm -hmm. I think that's why they used rosiglitazone. Rosiglitazone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, they're else. all just a challenge for you to figure out how to say the pharmaceutical name of it. <laughs> but the interesting thing would be to kind of look at our diabetic patients who are on Avandia to see whether they have lesser amounts of meibomian gland dysfunction. Right. Compared to diabetics using another medication or right. these, is this like a specifically targeting the PPR gamma um, is it a gene? Yes. Well, <laughs> it's it, not just science heavy it, article. It just makes yes, it targets the the yeah, gene the, uh, yeah, in that it right. down regulates the expression of it. Yeah, it's an agonist, PPAR yeah. gamma agonist. Mm -hmm. Well, I just think that if you know if this does make it to humans, it's kind of interesting because 
you know, the keto diet has like blown up recently. And it's like, I, I wonder if the data will show in the future that this has helped or hurt those patients who, um, you know, have jumped on that trend. Well, a lot of in keto diet specifically avoids vegetable fats with the right. exception of like avocado or any of those really high omega-3 type vegetables. Yeah. So th that's where I was disappointed in the study that they were so granular on all the science except they right. skipped a gigantic part <laughs> except of what is a high fat diet of what's a high fat diet. Exactly. So, yeah. So for your patients, I mean, do you usually recommend like omega three stuff like that? Oh yeah. All the time. Do you see? I, mean, after, I always recommend after they that. Came out with that study. I was like, nah, forget it. <laughs> <laughs> I tell I, people it can't hurt. It doesn't yeah, hurt I you. mean, I don't, I probably don't go into it saying, this is going to cure you. Mm -hmm, but you do and I'm it. also really careful on anyone who's on any blood thinner, like Coumadin sure. or anything like that. Sure. And I 100% tell them to follow up with their doctor regarding using it. Mm -hmm. But I've gotten too many people who find the other benefits, you know, where their exactly. skin gets better, they get, right. you know, all that stuff, that it just makes them feel better overall. Yeah. Not a psychosomatics feel better like well they're taking something so they'll feel better like they right. physically feel better yes. from it but i don't think i've been able to glean improvement in my bone gland function right. from people that take it yeah and i mean and that's what that that dream study showed in in 2018 for those of you who don't remember that it's just that there was no statistically significant difference but just like you i'll recommend it. if people are on it i won't tell them to stop taking it i'm like right. yeah sure but you know you have people that are like i joined this forum for for dry eyes and they're talking all about omega-3s and i'm like well don't go nuts i don't want you having like fish burps during the day well, and that's some of it too because i know back in the day I knew some doctors that were recommending like 2,000 and 3,000 oh, yeah. milligrams a day. Like ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I've never mm -mm. advocated for that. Yeah. I think that I read one study where they're, they're still having people recommend like 500 milligrams per day. Um, and then the American Heart Association, if you have cardiovascular disease, they recommend 1,000 milligrams per day. So definitely it's, nowhere in the range of It's 3, tough to get 1,000. Like, it's expensive. It is, yeah. Because the one and that I, mean, I especially take... Especially the good ones. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, you're probably going to spend 60 to to $100 a month. Right. Just on, on a good omega -3s. one. Omega-3s. Yeah. yeah. So normally, I don't I don't really put it in my starter pack of, of dry eye treatments. But... Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they follow up with this study in the future and if they can be more specific about the different types of fats. Now, was the DREAM study a self-reporting kind of thing? It was um, done on, I think it was OSDI. Um, right, but I mean in regards to how the people were taking omega-3s. Oh, I don't know. I don't really remember. I could look it up, though. <laughs> Maybe that could be a good follow-up of just the yeah. follow-up of the dream study, you know, mm -hmm. for future reference for the podcast. Because if it's self-reporting in regards to how much the people were actually taking, mm -hmm. 
you know, where they give in a supply of omega-3 sure. or where they just said, just go and buy whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. Because, sure. as you know, if you've tried taking omega-3s on a regular basis, if you have any kind of stomach stuff at all, people are going to skip. Yeah, that's true. So, but again, I haven't read the dream study in forever. Oh, so. it does look like uh, 3,000 milligrams omega-3, 2,000 EPA, 1,000 DHA or placebo. And then that's they gave them olive then. oil. Yeah. Yeah. And even olive oil is said to reduce cholesterol. So. Yeah. So that's the other thing is I'm wondering because they both improved. So it's like, wow. Just the <laughs> olive oil or the omega threes or what? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I think that's all part of it. What but I think I guess we can safely say though is, is yeah. it's not because you're eating fat, right? I think it's the type. Yeah. No, I think you're. I think you're right on that one. I, I do wish the study was more specific, but I think right now my my advice to patients is I don't know. <laughs> Right. And this paper doesn't necessarily, I think it's cool, but I think it's more just kind of cements in the inflammation part uh -huh. of right. my gland dysfunction. Right. So, yeah, interesting. It's one more study. thing to look at in diabetics. Yeah, good. Yeah, good. That's a good point. Or in patients who come in that have high cholesterol that are untreated. Right. But then again, it's probably not the cholesterol itself. It's more the inflammation that's secondary to it. Right. But yeah, gosh, I can't imagine how much you'd have to eat to get a cholesterol of 700. <laughs> that just blows my mind. You would just have to drink oh, canola gosh. oil. Oh, the slather. funniest part about this article was the picture of the standard diet mice right next yes. to the They had the little skinny mice and the big fat mice. <laughs> oh, and they're gross meibomian gland secretions. Hey, the one thing I'm – they averted <laughs> mouse lids. That's impressive. Those are tiny. <laughs> That's so true. When I was in school, we had to do – well, I worked in a research lab – we did retinoscopy on chicks, on baby chicks. Aww. So that was difficult enough to do retinoscopy on a one millimeter pupil on an animal that it's really did not want yeah. to have retinoscopy on. Yeah, yeah. But, um, it's like but yeah, I didn't have to clip the lids, steroids. that's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> do you have anything else you want to add about this? I don't. No, it was a good article. And it's funny. When I was reading it the first time and wrote about it, I was really, I think, a little bit more hyped about just the findings in general. I mean, I put the giant grain of salt thing in there about that. But as we've been talking about it, I'm kind of like, eh, it's just really inflammation. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, but I am going to read up on the dream study this week just to see how it Compare to this and see if there's yeah. any kind of connection to any of this stuff. Awesome. Sounds so. good. All right. Well, have a great week, everyone. And we'll see you next time.
See you next time.